0: Right. good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Understarters Order podcast. It's the 29th of October, uh, and I'm joined once again to cover this weekend's racing from Down Royal, whether and ascot by Mr. Stephen Edwards. Good evening, good evening gentlemen. Nice to have you so back much. this week. Andrew, you're here with us, Mr. Andrew Yeah, Cummins. just about.
1: Chris, I'll almost be
0: finished the first at Down Royal at this rate, but I'm here. Hurry up. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You're sounding crystal clear, which is brilliant. And Declan's here with his second glass of wine. Is that right, Declan? Um, yeah, we'll say glass, yeah, yeah. Ah, good ah, evening, good. lads. Good evening, good evening. Right, let's get kick started with this weekend's race. And we're going to start over at Dan Royal tomorrow, which is Friday. We're going to start with the 115, which is the Mers Novice Hurdle, the grade three. And we see at the top of the market here, champion bumper third, Queensbrook, um, who also was hardly spectacular, um, when winning at Furry House last time, um, but did it in gutsy fashion, you could probably say. Um, he's favourite in the market 11-10 to 10, I can see now Brave Wear, he's the second favourite for the Henry de Bromhead team and Rachel Blackmore combination very impressive Thank at Kilbe- Kilbegan. he looks a smart but I keep saying he I'm doing it again she looks <clears> a smart <throat> prospect not to be underestimated and then we'll start with uh, we're going to kick off with Politess though Andrew you want to start off talking about her? yeah
1: th- this is a mare I'm a really big fan of Chris Um six year old trained by Lorna Fowler and she started off her career Finishing six and a quarter lengths behind Longhouse Poet and Monkfish in a bumper at Pun- Punchestown, and she's only really gone on from there. And um, she then stepped up into graded company at the Dublin Racing Festival at Mares Bumper um, at Leopardstown and was a good second before easily winning a bumper at Thurless and then winning a, a novice uh, or maiden hurdle just before lockdown last March, um, in real convincing va- fashion against Fakira. Um, Now, there could be a lot to come from this particular mayor. Uh, She is related to the likes of Don Polly and uh, DBC. So when she goes up and trip and sees a fence, she's going to only be even better than what she's shown already. Um, So it is really, really encouraging, I think, that as a six-year-old, A, they're persisting over hurdles with her, and B, she's still showing good enough form to still be competitive. Because when she does inevitably step up and trip, She's going to, you know, she'll be able to take those hurdles or fences at at obviously a quicker gallop, um, and it will real, really stand her in good stead. Now she does have to beat Queensbrook, who was third in last year's Champion Bumper at the Cheltenham Festival. She was only very workmanlike on her hurdling debut, and you know sometimes the Champion Bumper can leave a serious serious mark on a young horse. And um, now I'm not kind of the case with Queensbrook because. The form is really, really untested on what she did last time out. They could be two very, very good mares that finished upside there. Um, so, you know, it, it is. it would be unfair to say that she didn't run to form or anything like that because all she can do is go and win. But, you know, at 10 to 11, she may also be a stayer like Polites, So it could... It, it, might be good watching the betting of Queensbrook because you know she goes odds against the yard might not fancier. Obviously, if she gets well backed in, we know that she could well be a good thing. But um, it isn't just a two horse race though. Obviously, Anna Panina's is in there, who's shown really really solid form and so brave way, um, brave way of Henry de Bromhead. You know she she'll she'll definitely relish the two miles. I I I would. Fancy her to go quite close now, but Politess at um, at the slightly bigger price is what I'd be looking at here, Chris. I, I think that she is slightly overpriced at around six to one. Um, and I can't really see her being out of the first three here, to be brutally honest with you.
0: Yeah, I thought Queensbrook was quite workmanlike, as you say, on a first start back at Furry House. Be interesting to see what the weather does. a bit more improvement to come there. Declan, you want to add anything to this? Yeah, I, I
2: missed a lot of um, what Andy said there, but... <laughs> I actually got kicked out this time. Uh I, I I'm always keen to take on um Chetland champion bumper runners. I don't like the race. it's it's not really a race I'd want to send a horse me on to. Big field, quick pace. It does leave a mark on, on a lot of horses and a lot of them will often need a trip to, to get that test there they're usually you have to stay. You have to stay really, really well. Um I know good horses do come out of a book it's it's not it's not a race I'm a fan of and Queensbrook did just hold on to get home on her Hoardland debut. Uh I, I know Andy's a big fan of, of politics and so am I. Uh, he's mentioned some of her form, but she she was also she also beat uh, Watergate lady who was behind appreciated and like ran historian for long, quite close, right handed. Uh Polites has has beaten Fakira then who I don't know whether he mentioned this but Fakira actually beat Jack Hackett so just to get Jack another mention this week um, was also second to John Snow I think the form of of Polites is is really really solid and I think that's that's good value Uh, I'd imagine Andy mentioned due to connections she's probably that price and uh, if he did I'd agree with that you know she's good value tomorrow
0: Thank you very much, Jetrin. Yeah, she's decent value.
3: Stephen, uh, not you really, add to this? Uh, I, I agree with the lads, really. I didn't really hear too much about Dexter. I lost a connection. Queensbrook's very short. Obviously, she got all the weight allowance, didn't she, in the champion bump, which is still a very good run. But Braveway's very, sort of, very unknown. Like, <coughs> should he have another honeysuckle in his hands. De Bromhead, we don't know, you know. But Anna Bernina sort of fluffed their lines a bit at Cheltenham for the weekend but I would be with Andy on Polytest. Like, he sort of pointed us in the right direction with our a uh, last season. We won a few Bob and I'd be I'd like to stay a bit loyal to her, you know. Just hopefully there's not a non running you know, it's got sort of a dead eight at the moment, haven't we? So that would, that would be me, mate, really.
0: Yeah, that's all three of us there on politest. Uh, anything you want to say about Brave Way there, Andrew? I thought she was quite impressive last time.
1: Yeah, the, the interesting thing about Brave Way, Chris, is she is, I, I think she will relish the two miles. I, I know she's won a point to point and she won a kill begging over two and a half on soft. But I, I you know, maybe maybe it's because the pattern and they're coming back to two miles to try and get that black type. Um, she does have a run under her belt, and my one slight worry with Polites is that she is a big mare, so she may need a run or two to get fit. But her form suggests that she does go well fresh. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's kind of it's really an interesting race, but I'm assuming Braveway is going to, is going to take them along. and um, you know, maybe she can slip them from the front, but I, I just think Polites like. Even looking at her mark of one two five, if she turned up in a handicap off one two five, I would be going mm-hmm. down to the Credit Union. Like <laughs> it's a bit of a ludicrous mark, um. But I, I would, I would fancy her here if she's fit enough to do herself justice, which I'm assuming she will be. Um, I don't see why they, you know, I don't see why they wouldn't be, you know, revved up for for a graded race for a mare over hurdles. So, you know, I, I would be, I'd be.
0: Respecting Braveway, of course, but I, I do really like Polatess here. Clean sweep there for Polatess. That's excellent, Declan. Could you just uh, give me a bit of information on the yielding going disruption?
2: <laughs> is that what we're it's described as at the moment? It's it's just you it know, is, yes. It's not noise ground. It's it's sort of it's drying ground. It's probably what the Cheltenham Festival was last season. It's that it in between. Um, that, you know, people will struggle to describe it and, and can people can, in Britain can be fooled at times because it may say soft, but you're not going through it. It's not like it's just rain. It's drying, it's sticky, it's howling. It's 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 like an in-betweeny ground that nobody's really a fan of. Like, no horse goes, geez, he, he goes well on yielding ground. Nobody's ever said that. <laughs> no.
0: Never mind. So please wait for politics, yes, everybody?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Not Each way, if there's eight runners, definitely. Excellent.
0: Thanks very much, guys. Right. Let's move on now. Uh, next race, the 150. It's the WKD Blue Hurdle. Yes. Yeah, Declan's favorite drink. The WKD. <laughs> Is it Pink
2: That's a real drink.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't you mix it with red wine and call it a decor Elon Day? Right. Possibly, possibly. Anyway, it's the Grade 2 Wicked Hurdle here at Down Royal. Um, very interesting race, this. Grade 2. Uh, another short pass, Fave here see in Abacadabras. Abacadabra, sorry. This is two mm. likely Henry de Bromhead challenges here. Fave was quite unlucky in the Supreme when Shiskin just collared him near the line. Um, brings the quality form into this. Gordon should have him ready to roll. Do the two Henry de Bromhead uh, horses in this actually have a chance Declan, you think
2: I, I, I don't know I don't know because I, I think Abacadabra is top class really really top class but I think he just barely gets two miles you know I, I know it's harsh to say he's on-stair when they pulled clear and he's beaten a short head in the supreme but he's he, he was just outstayed. I think I think he needs a fence to go to get the that two miles at the very, very top level. And I think they've uh, I, I think they've made a mistake not going chasing. I think I think he'd win the Arkle, but I think he could be done in the champion hurdle. He is a bit of a monkey as well. Uh, he's he's hard to trust. Even when he won at Leopardstown, he was looking around, you know, he's 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 he got to Allen. It looked like he was gonna catch him. Now look at I just goes through gears without even noticing. He just quickened away. but he looked like he was going to get someone on. I do. not know how honest he is. He's a horse I really, really like. He could be a bit of a rogue, and at that price, I'm I'm sort of keen to take him on. He, he probably he's, he's he's the best horse in the race, but he'd probably going and win. He'd get the two miles tomorrow, but in March in the, the Champion Hurdle. I don't think he's going to get it over hurdles, but I think he'd get it well enough with a fence. Uh, Aspire Tower ran in the triumph. And it, we like the form is sort of solid if you're going through the triumph. Like he, he, was, he was born in victory, and born in victory has gone and won the triumph. Gosh, looked like he was going to run away with it, um, unseated. It's oh he's done nothing since. Like he's running on the flat. I don't know what. The horse's head could be gone, and it's really hard to know where the triumph farm is. I don't really like triumph horses. I I think they, they turn into the stairs. The the good ones who get that that um that new course at Cheltenham, they usually want a, a longer trip. The one I'm uh, most keen to look at is Jason the militant. I've actually had an anti-pulse bet on Jason the middle for the champion hurdle because I think the division is quite weak at the moment, and I think there's there's great value out there and outside. Yeah, a lot of them in the ahead of him in the betting probably won't turn up. He was beaten about a hundred lengths in the light at Leopardstown. Uh, his maiden form is hard to judge because General counsel ran. Uh, he did win. He General Council by seven lengths, but he's been behind the like unexpected, you know, ahead of the very man in that race. He was, he beat Beacon Edge um, and Naomi had said Beacon Edge is gone for the Hatton's Grace. He's also beaten Andy Dufresne. Now, I know his sort of hurling season fell apart, but very impressive the other day at Wexford. And he, he's come out this season and he's won on the flash, so he's not short as speed. And I think if, if the right amount of improvement is there, I think he could turn into a contender. he definitely turn into a horse who's good value at 70 to 1. So, I don't know if he'll win tomorrow, but I hope he wins a good enough race that they will continue down that path and I might get a bit of value about me bet. Six-shooters, not out with this either. Uh, he did win well the last day. You know, getting way here. And he's definitely in the mix. Like, it is it is a trappy little race. It's a dangerous race for Abercadavers to turn up on the seasonal debut and go off odds on uh, uh, I'm not much I, I wouldn't be backing each way at uh, 9-2 to two. so I don't really know, I've no strong feeling for who will win the race I hope Jason DeMillighton runs a, a good race and to continue down the, the grade one path but I suppose if Abbot is is going to be winning the champion hurdle or they're thinking about that you know, they think he's going to win this race. Well, I don't know who I'm going for it just yet.
0: Yeah, I do. I, I like the Jason, the militant angle. Um, possibly, you know, maybe not for this race, but you can see probably what the tactics will be tomorrow. I think Jason, will, the militant, will probably go out in front, try and dictate, dictate the pace personally. I think that, you know, he's got a decent turn of foot, especially on this yielding ground, and Abercadabra so will just try and tank alongside him with Aspire Tower they're in third and then these other ones. You don't even what's what these rags in the field are they just there to make they're obviously there just to make up the numbers well, they're, they're, probably not take a good, they're not gonna go up maybe phase. get in the way way of the winner. Yeah. Mm. Very interesting. Andrew have you got anything from this one?
1: Um yeah I I, I do like Jason the militant myself, Chris. I, I do agree with Declan with Abercanabras is showing up in a in a Tidy little heat here. Um, I think you're going to see an overreaction in the champion hurdle market because this is, you know, outside of maybe Kempton a week or two ago when Silver Street won that race uh, for about the one million time. This is kind of the first time where a, a horse like you think could win a champion hurdle puts its credentials on the line in the shape of abracadabra.
3: You know,
1: he he was a lovely novice last year. And I, I do think he's an interesting, it is interesting that he is staying over hurdles. I, I, I know that Declan said he might barely get two and a half, or he might barely get two miles, which I can understand why he may say that, but he was left in front as a result of um, absolute carnage at the second last in the Supreme novices. Davey had no choice but just to go to the front. And I think the horse just got lonely. I, I think if the tactics may have You know, if that didn't happen, I think Davey holds on to Abercalabras a little bit longer and he he actually wins the Supreme. But Jason the Militant is very, very interesting. I know uh, as well we were talking about yielding ground and how a lot of horses don't like that. Um, Jason the Militant will handle that a lot better than most. Um, Henry de Bromhead said earlier in the week that he loves this horse and soft ground is absolutely essential to him, which would explain the 89 length defeat he suffered. By Asterion Prolonge at Leopardstown last February, you know that form at Nice very deep, deep and edge by a nose, who is an incredibly talented horse, and um, that is really really good form in my opinion. That that's some of the most underrated form you could look back on last year. Um, you know Jason the militant is no more whatsoever, and you you'll probably get odds against without Abracadabra if you were looking at that market. Um, and even for him just to beat Abracadabra because he is getting two pounds, which I know isn't a lot. Um but you could have Aspire Tower going on like an absolute psychopath. Um I, I'd say Rachel Blackmore may be losing sleep tonight over that ride because that is he, he like him, he's a he's a very
0: keen horse. Um and But why is she, why was why has she chosen Aspire Tower over Jason the Militant?
1: Um she she's won a great
0: she would have had first choice. I, I think she she?
1: she she won a grade one on him or a grade two on him. I, I think she gets along with the horse. I, he's a very, very particular type of horse. And I'd say maybe Henry just didn't want to maybe break that partnership. And if you have Paul Townend available, it doesn't really make a huge difference. Paul Townend, Rachel Blackmore, probably the, you know, two of the top three or four best jockeys in the country over here. So that, that wouldn't, I wouldn't have any bearings on that really. And then you have six shooter who is a, Again, a very nice horse who went up twelve pounds for beating Kilfenora, and um, you know he went up, he went up twelve pounds for beating Kilfenora at to Town last time out. Um, you know though, he, that that's a bit of a harsh hike in my opinion. Um, he is race fit, and was, I think Campador was in that race. Like there were just horses, he was beating horses that you probably shouldn't be seeing. That shouldn't be seen over two and a quarter miles. Um, so I think he has a little bit to find, although he is race fit. But I'd be definitely looking at Jason the militant here without the fade, Um or even just to win win the race outright because he could well be a dark horse for the champion And I think that bet that Declan stroke there was pretty
0: shrewd indeed. Right, Stephen, let's get your story. Let's get your big uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm
3: a big, here, I'm on. a massive fan of the favourite. He's a sort of all set excitement, doesn't he? I mean, you get him um, hold up, all set, cruise through, like. He doesn't find a great deal. And I sort of like when Deck was saying about him not staying. If you go back to the the bumper at Cheltenham two years ago, coming down the hill, he was absolutely bombing. You know, like he was all over him by Alan, uh Tyne Hill, and uh, Blue Sari. But the good point was made about them. horses now looking at the horses in front of it that day, we like looking at two and a half miles now. Ballymore winner Tyne Hill was entered in the three mile of, uh, at Weatherby on Saturday. And you go back to the Supreme. It travelled so well, and I think if it wasn't for Asteria Colonge wiping out after Field and jumping right the whole way around, David probably would have got would have got enough of a lead in just to hold on, you know. But but he it does. He it does. It, there is definitely a slight stamina question, but I'd expect it to win tomorrow, even with like a couple of the pounds penalty. I hope he wins anyway. But like Andy said, you, you could get a major a stupid reaction. It end up going off. Going into about twos for the champion, which would be crazy, wouldn't it, this time of the year? But I sort of expect him to win. I hope he wins and I hope he I hope he doesn't on the bridle, but a, su- a supreme second against a, yeah a triumphal second it, it, he should be winning that, shouldn't he? Yeah. So uh
0: summarise that then. Yeah that, given I, you're on Abercabus. You yeah, not, it it won't 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 I will be on the fastest. he does
3: it well as well, yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: Declan? Yeah, look, I I wouldn't be backing a a four to seven shot. So, you know, if if you're putting the gun to my head to have a bet, it's it's probably Jason the Militant. But this is a real watching race for me. Um, uh, And look, if people do want to have an each way bet and you're inclined to back each way at single figure odds, I know there's people out there, you know, who do that. But uh, six shooters, not out of it. Um, if yeah, if 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 someone wants to have an each way bet, that's probably where to go with it. But if I was, yeah, I'd have to, you know, sort of name colours to the mass with Jason the militant.
0: And Andrew. um,
1: yeah, I know I do really like Jason the militant. It is a very much a watching race for me. And um, what I might do is I'd I'd have a small bet on Jason the militant to win, and then. I might cover my stake by backing him without the favour. I wouldn't want to take nine to two each way. You might get even money without the favour, which would cover your stake, and um, which could be a way into the race. And then obviously if Jason Hamilton wins, happy days. If he finishes second, which I think I, I think at bare minimum, if he stands up, he will finish second. I think you'll just get your money back And if Abra Advers wins the race. Excellent. Thanks very
0: much, guys. Right, let's move on to Saturday now. Saturday, staying at Dam Royal. Uh, we're going to go to the Champion Chase, the Grade One over three miles, Down Royal. Um, it's the two twenty-five. Well, this pretty much looks like a quite a sparkly renewal, doesn't it? But this is a, a stat that you know you look at every year. But Gigginstown have, have farmed this race over the last seven years. They've had the last seven winners of this race. Um, you know, Delta Works in here. And they've got four, four others, in three, four of them all together. Delta Works in at the top of the market. Um, fifth in the Gold Cup, looks like a nice starting point for him. Interesting presenting persons in here, now changing trainers over to Gordon Elliott. Could that spark a revival? Again, uh, it Stephen? could do. Um,
3: something always sticks in my brain about what Dex said a couple of years ago. It was favourite for the Gold Cup, wasn't it? Deck um, had real stamina doubts about him when no one else had ever mentioned it. I'm not saying that was an excuse that day, but it didn't, didn't seem stand- to
2: Cool memory, Steve.
3: Yeah, no, I remember it well, but. Um, yeah,
2: I, I have a row down
3: here as well, yeah. To get home and he's um, a massive fan of dealt Work. I've never been that, that, that keen on him personally. I mean, when he won the RSA, I think a lot of people felt that he was. Like, I, I backed up in the game that day and I thought he travelled well, jumped well, and he'd he done it fair and square, but it's, it's not a punting race for me. The one I was looking at most of was Chris's dream. Um, this also absolutely bolted up in the Troy town a couple of years ago. Um it was being spoken about in real big terms, but I'm not sure what's gone on since then. It it sort of won the red mills after that. Two and a half on heavy, but it was in, uh, it then uh it running the gold cup where it was just, just a bit of a no show. I'm wondering if there's been a bit of an injury or Saint Niggling the fact he's only run three times in a short in, in quite a long while, so but if he was if he was at his best, I I think seven to two is a good bit of value for him, you know. Yeah. Andrew, anything
0: for
1: yourself? Yeah, it, like, I I I personally think in in Ireland anyway, we we're in a vintage era for for national hunt racing, and um, and to see with all due respect to the storyteller, but to see him quoted at six to one for the lad for this. For this particular grade one, just kind of shows that it's not as strong as it really could be. Um, you know, I know he has won a grade one. Like, I, I, I don't know if, if maybe Jesus Christ himself had backed him that day at Town, but he has won a grade one. Um, w- with the time Paul Townend took, album photo through the, <laughs> through the fences, whatever. Um, but he's he's not really a horse that strikes me as 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 someone that could maybe win this. Um, now if I saw him at such a short price, I'd be. Maybe trying to have a bet. But then I think about Delta Works running this last year. He just didn't seem at home. I don't know if it was the track or maybe it was his first run of the season, but he, he took every fence home with him. And when I look at seven to four, that doesn't really entice me. I, I can't see presenting Percy being fully wound up for this either. And, you know, it, it's almost by process of elimination, you're left with Chris's dream, who I, I was at Navin last year when he won the Tri Town. And and it was just a product of maybe him finishing behind the likes of Ballyward Champagne Classic, Lost in Translation, and and Delta Work. Like he was just he was in a he was in a with a group of novices that were just absolutely exceptional, and he turned up off 146 and absolutely bolted up. And he did look like a really really impressive horse. But he is a horse that needs all his conditions to fall right, and um, I think he needs soft ground. He can go well fresh. He needs to prove himself in grade one company though as well. Um I, I don't think he's a spring horse. I think this is his time of year. Um and I I know he doesn't like travelling. So like he his, his form when he goes over to the UK is horrible now. I'm not sure if that will include Northern Ireland or not. I hope hopefully he'll he'll be okay going up north. But um you know, he should be fine once he's not in the boat. But you know, this is a horse that he is a grade one horse, even though he hasn't shown it in this company yet. And by process of elimination you could be pretty confident you know, he's not going to be far away, and um, but it's just a bit of an underwhelming race, in my opinion. I don't think anything else really has the talent to get into it, to be honest. Other than the the couple I mentioned, but Chris's dream is to most likely be winner on the day. I think.
0: Storyteller's have been in sparkling form this summer. Not, f- I feel that this race could really play into its strengths here. The decent pace and you know, your jumping could sometimes be a little bit sketchy. And as you say, has been a novice novice Grade One chase. For yeah. you. I just feel that like he's, he's in prime form. He's in prime form. Declan, anything from you in this? Yeah,
2: look, I, the storyteller, he probably needs the others to underperform. And and this could be the one day of the season where they do underperform, because he is fit, and it's, it's first time out for a lot of them. Uh, Delta work, I wanted to take him on the other day. And the more I look at this race, the more solid he gets. And, and two to one could be a great prize. He he's arguably the best 3 miler in Ireland uh, you know his, his form is really really solid apart from this race and if you're will, willing to put a line through this race last season you know he, he is a great bet here like who's taking him on presenting Percy is, is the love in over now you know he's gone to Gordon Elliot that little love story it's it gone now or is it only beginning because there's lots of fangirls out there who you know just love Gordon so, I, I don't know. But he hasn't won a chase since the RSA in the 2018. And I think Mona Lee was given a suicidal riot that day. Noel Feely went off with that British style. Davy sat out the back and just kicked him off. But as Steve mentioned, he was, I think he's, he's bang on his limber at three miles. And he was starting to stop. And Mona Lee, even though he was well beaten, was running on again. And I find when when sometimes when horses are beaten, they just throw the towel in. But Monali ran right to the line that day and he was closing again and presenting Percy. I've been laughed at for saying he doesn't get the trip because he won a handicap at Ferry House, three and a half mile handicap. But it's different levels. At grade one level, I, I'm not sure he's a really, really strong star. Uh, and look, oh, he hasn't won a chase in, in two years. It's. He, he, there's a lot of hype about him and he's way up right here he's really really bad value uh, Chris's dream I think is another non-star uh, at grade 1 level I know he's won the tri-town but at grade 1 level he just hasn't seen out the trip uh, you can rattle off the excuses but he's he's won the, the 2.5 mile, mile race of Gowran well but other than that beyond that at the highest level he just hasn't seen to, to get it like he's he's probably, Andy thinks he's a grade one horse. I think he's knocking on the door of being a grade one horse, and I think he's now hope at three miles. Uh, the the storyteller, yeah, covered that. Uh, the rest of them have plenty to find, plenty to find. Bag of the Flow was probably gone. Raven Hill not good enough. If one was going to surprise, Alpha dissolveable. If he doesn't burst, he could throw in a whopper run like. He's capable, and he has. He ha, I think he he might he might have run really well in this last season. Um, it would be a freak, turn up for the books. I give he did, but you know he, he could be capable of throwing in a, a big big run here. Um, he, I think he's run recently as well, so he might be fit. I'm going back. Look, it it's the more I talk about it, the more it's looking like Delta Walk. He's a classy horse. He like his dream more win when he beat La Book I think LaRiche Book just touched him off but the two of them went at it pulled away really really good race in the RSA then he, it took Davey a long long time to just to get him straight and get him going and he, he probably just didn't go through the gap and he, he ran on later then I, I'd like to see him have a you know a, another crack at the niggles horse uh, which hopefully he get to do this season I think he's I've been against him since his RSA, Rowan, but I, I think I was wrong. Um, he is a really, really good horse. Probably didn't get the trip in the goal cup, but that's that's another two and a half furlongs. There's nothing wrong with not getting that. This race is only three miles. And I think he's, he's definitely the the best horse in this race. If it's, if he's, he could, as Andy said, he could have a problem with the six counties, but if he doesn't, you know, willing to put a line through last year, that could be really good value to the one. Beautiful,
0: Declan. Give us your one-off for this race, then, mate. Say it strongly.
2: Hill. No, Delta Work.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Christmas dream for me, Stephen.
1: And Andrew. Like li- listening to Declan's argument, like you, you, you guys know how much I love Delta Work. Like you know, backed him into Pertemps. Uh, he was the first five-year-old to win the Pretemps since nineteen seventy-four or something. Like he was just always a talented horse and um, Chris's dreams is another one I love I'm gonna have to go with Chris's dream for this for this one time i I, I, I know Deltaton said he might't get three miles I, I think he'll get it standing on his head personally um so look I'm gonna go for this Chris's dream and then for the rest of the season I'll be I'll be
0: definitely back on the Delta work bandwagon definitely excellent Chris's dream obviously named after myself <laughs> And this particular dream that I had, which I won't go into. So what,
1: the, IR, the IRB wouldn't, or, the IR, or the IHR wouldn't let you have wet before would it,
0: <laughs> would it? was. I was drinking WKD Blue in it. <laughs> hmm. I was actually just going through the storyteller's farm there. I remember the grade one that it, 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 it won. It, you'll probably all remember the rest. It was the novice chase where Monoly was coming there to to win the race and it fell at the second last and then Album Photo completely took out Finian's Oscar the late Finian's Oscar at the last and that just
3: left the um, Storyteller to go and win was the that race the year? 16 to 1 it was That's a very story. very was that the year race. he won the Brown so, Advisory was it because he, he bolted up in that I think he was only a 6 or 7 yeah. year old didn't it and then after yeah, wilder, and he, yeah. looked like, he looked the race like he, all day. I know he was well in and he looked like he joined the race at the last didn't he because I, I think he King socks was a big a big plot that
1: yeah. day as well. Stop. Uh, look, I'm just looking at you know even the storyteller. I know he's right at 158, but like he went jumping out the summer. You know, beating the likes of sub lieutenant, who's not what he was. My sister Sarah over hurdles. Now that that's not bad for him In fairness, but then easy game. Absolutely, like, an easy game. What I didn't even have a run. Like embarrassment. I, I I just cannot see that. Translating the Grade One form here, but look, I'm happy to be wrong, but um, the fact that, as I said, that he's six to one just kind of shows that this is not the race it really could have been.
0: Yeah, can't can't seat myself, but little uh, little uh,
3: <clears throat> you know, first still is isn't it? Really, like I think when he bolted up in a It here, feels like he's like, been around forever. It seems so long ago, you know. Hmm.
0: Memories, memories, memories. <laughs> right, the final race on Down Royal's card that we're covering is the three o'clock. Now it's the Lock Construction Limited Chase, which is a Grade Two over two and a qu- two and a four two miles and a four furlongs. I can see the uh, No, two miles, three and a half furlongs. It's saying uh, only a select field of five here, quite small. Sam Crow and Easy Game are probably going to be the two likely at the head of the market, and uh, Battle of in sizing Potsy, Fizz. also. Round out the field. Sam Crow wins this. Do you reckon? This Andrew?
1: is the best duel of the weekend, in my opinion. Sam Crow versus Easy Game because this is just really this. is the race I'm looking forward to the most. I think, and um, solely because Sam Crow is such a polarizing horse. You have the people that would jump in front of a bullet for him, and then you'd have the people that want to just push him off the cliff. And um, and there's no in-between. Everyone has an opinion on Sam Crow, and that's the reason I love the horse so much. Um, and, and the funny thing is that everybody thinks they're right about him as well, which, which makes it even it makes it even better. <laughs> I would fall on the side that I, I, I think he has a wind issue, um, personally. Um, I, I think there is, like, he just finds Zip off the bridle. I know he had to battle hard to beat Mellon, but he looked last year in the JLT, but it looked like he had Mellon dead to rights at the second last, and he just barely beat him. Um, now, I know Declan doesn't like that JLT because Faheen was third, but Faheen is kind of the exception to the rule and the fact that he was a borderline 180 horse in his heyday. And even though he's 12, he's running to around 160 against young horses who are still improving. We have to remember that these horses are still improving. Um, now, easy game, I couldn't believe he turned up in the RSA because that, that was just... I, I really could not believe that. And he fell at the last. He clearly is a, he's probably more a two-miler than he is a three-miler. This is really his optimum trip. Um, and he is race fit. So it, it's, you know, both of them have a history of, maybe it's a bit unfair and easy game, but uh, they do have a history of not completing. I know easy game only, you know, fell once. Um, but, you know, he is kind of a bit of a hold-up merchant as well, easy game. And, and I'm not sure if the five runners will suit Sam Crow can get out in front if he wants to. I don't think Sam Crow will really want to make this an end-to-end test because, again, as I said, I don't know what he finds. So it's really, really hard to kind of come to a conclusion on this race. I I think Easy Game is the most likely winner because he is getting two pounds, which is, I know, very, very little, but he is also race fit. And I, I really don't see Gordon Elliott sending Sam Crow up to down Royal with you know, the ribs bulging out of his body. I, I I he's gonna really come on for this. Um and I'm just hoping that they send both of these horses in going forward down the two mile route. I don't think it's going to happen, but these two horses, if they were to turn up in a Queen Mother, um, especially Sam Crow, um, it could be really, really entertaining. So I, I just want these two horses to kind of complete, give us a show. and um, I'm just happy to sit back and watch this as a fan, really, Chris. Um I know if, I've just been waffling on, but I, I think Easy Game it will be the most likely winner, and um, given the circumstances.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. It is going to be a great race. It's going to be a great, oh,
3: great. i just make everything head said, Steven, want to um, add anything to this clash? Well, it's all about Sam Crow, I guess. Back over Dwyer, I thought it was a bit of a was a bit of a talking horse, wasn't it, last year before Cheltenham? But Easy Game, I don't think I've forgiven him for the. Right against Fahina at uh, Leopard's Tennant, they come so wide, didn't it? But uh, Sam, great for me if he's, if he's ready, ready to go, you know. Um, what do you think his target's going to be at the festival this year? right you can only
2: run on one race.
1: Yeah, the, the great far, yeah. right now. They, they should both, as I said, they, they should both be in there. Queen Mother, in my opinion, these are both two milers. That's I think, right, yeah. but but look, you know, but it is what it is. They, they probably will both end up in the Reiner,
3: yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Declan, anything from yourself in
0: this one?
2: Yeah, look, it, it's not, it's not for That's the reason I think the, the JLT form is quite poor, it, it's the trade them, and I just think there that has that had to be something younger, improving. They're around a long time. There had to be something with more improvement to put it up to them, and when it wasn't, I just think there was nothing in that field behind them. The the hope from it was itchy feet, and you know he's probably let us down last weekend. Back to this race, uh, yeah, half will probably take him along for I don't know a, a mile. He's a really admirable horse, but he, he's not really up to this level, and um, he's been a, a really good handicap holder. Uh, from the front you know nice no, no, no to watch nice no to follow it, it, easy game like Andy said he's fit he's won that champion chase at, at Gowran, always a good starting point uh, so is in Europe we started there and, and he didn't do too bad throughout the years he has been busy and I'll be just wondering how much more improvement is in him uh, Andy he had started his head on the Samco thing he's, but it's, it's back to the Gordon Elliott fan fangirls like you know They just, they they love all his horses and if he says he's a good one, it's the best horse around. Sam Crow, in my opinion, would not stay the Gold Cup trip and he wouldn't be fast enough to go on the Queen Mother and he falls into this category, you know, 24 long horses. They've put the Ryanair there for them now and it is a grade one. It shouldn't really be a grade one because they're not good enough to run in the, the championship races and it's just giving out token grade ones at the biggest festival of them all. There is other festivals if you want to win a grade one over twenty four longs and it's 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 really taken away from the other races. I you know, they're willing them to be great and I just don't think he is that great. They made a terrible decision with this horse who always wanted a fence and they tried to win a champion hurdle with him. There was no way he was going to jump thick enough to win a champion hurdle. The season fell apart. And I just don't think they they, they never really come back the same as they were. He was fantastic as a bumper horse, as an novice hurdler. and I just think they they messed it up, and they're still willing them to be great. It was it was great to see the finish to the to the the marsh chase, but it was you know it, it was where it is where it is. Melon, Sam Crow, for him, you know. Listen to the, the three horses; they've had their day, like you know and... I, I just don't think they're right at the, the very top anymore. Um and has failed to finish in the decent races he's ran in. Uh, and I think I think eight to one is, is very short sure for him. I don't think he's up to this. Battle I haven't given up on Battle Hover dying yet. He's a big, big horse. I I was keen to take him on the his novice hurdle at Cheltenham in the Ballymore because These big Irish novices who are ready to go chasing, they've ran on heavy ground over the winter and they've beaten everything up. And then suddenly they're going a yard faster than they've ever gone before. They're going on better ground than they've ever gone before. And they just get taken off their feet a little bit at Cheltenham. But usually, you know, they learn from that and they come back as beasts of chasers. Now, he he had a difficult year last year. He started off very impressive. And then they went back to Leopardstown they ran over two and a half miles the, the race that fought him be easy game and he he probably wants the three miles, but he was electric down the back straight that day. He was he took lengths out of the field. His jumping was so good. It was an absolute exhibition of jumping. He was probably the the best jumper of all the novices last season, but I think his season got left behind that day. It, you know, it was probably a mistake to run him there. But another year older, I think he's hopefully he's filling out. He's he's you know, he's filling into that big frame and he's getting stronger. Now at this stage, twenty four arms, I, I still don't know, but I think he's I think he's good value there at ten to one in this race because there's holes to pick and everything else. And I think this horse will I think he could still go to the top. This horse could be running the Gold Cup with a very lively chance come March because he jumps and he stays all day long. He's, he's not slow. You know, he was able to win grade one hurdles over 24 longs. So, he does have some pace. But if he's, if he's filled into that big frame, I think he's a big season ahead of him.
0: Very, very interesting. Back of the Doyen, Very interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, I'm looking over to that. Do you think this could probably be a warm-up, do you think, then, Declan? Or do you think he might actually go and win this one?
2: It's, it's it's hard to know it's hard to know until you see him but I think I think come the end of the season he'll be the best chaser out of because the other two are gone, probably going to be running air horses and this fella could be turning up you know knocking on the door of a Gold cup it's, it's pro- it probably is a stepping stone but you know he, he could if, he, if he's fit if he's you know as strong as I'm hoping he is he could he could win this on Saturday
0: I've just noted that down. Come the end of the season, battle over Doyen is going to be better than Sam Crow and Eve again, Easy Game. <laughs> we, we,
2: we'll chat and may.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think the step-up in trip will, will ultimately help battle over Doyen, I think. I think this could be a stepping stone. But yeah, you've picked holes in the other people's forms and you know, if he's on if he's on form and that jump in that you were talking about, just had a quick glance at that, was, was electric one horse then and Declan.
2: That'll
3: overdone. Stephen? I'll stick with Sam Cry relaxingly. But, um...
0: Andrew, easy game for yourself?
2: He, he's taking himself up off the floor still.
0: We'll not. we'll move on from Andrew. We likes easy game. We know he likes easy game. We're gonna move on anyway. Andrew likes that. Right, that's Ireland finished with, guys. We are now moving over to Weatherby on Saturday for the big race of the day, the Charlie Hall chase and the Bet 365 hurdle over three miles, which is where we're going to start. Um, Time Hill's now a non runner in this, as we've pointed out before, Stephen. Uh, Liz Gar Oscar's now favourite, who was a massive shot winner of that Stairs race at Cheltenham at 50 to 1. I mean, I say shock, but he previously shown potential as a five year old, hadn't he? And then had just got lost, lost in the lost last season, Seaton, and then he just shown up and just stayed on really well in that in that Fairhurst race. Roxana, she had an up and down season. She's got star potential though. I feel, I feel, I feel last season just didn't go right, and I think we'll see her better on this kind of track, more flatter track. And a place actually that Dan Skelton does really well. At. Um. What else have we got in this field? Next destination, very interesting after a 920-day break, moving over from the Mullins Yard. God, where do we start? Um, um, what do we see in this, I was sort of
3: hoping Tiny was going to run, because I think we, there might have been quite a bit of value elsewhere, but because it was it was, it was like 5-2 to favourite, uh, I sort of was of the opinion that he's a bit of a mudlark who needs, needs really testing going, but... Listen the Oscar Oscar, only won only one-to-one one race last year. Obviously, he's a big one, but I suppose you can pick holes in the rest of the form. But I think the fact he, he'd won the big one, 4-to-1 probably was a good price about it, you know? But next genera- uh next destination's a fascinating runner. Like He's only been beaten the once, and that was behind Sam Crow and Black Op in the, uh, the Ballymore a couple of years ago. I'm not sure what the... Uh, he's obviously been injured of some kind, but... The fact he's got the nickels, you know, it's going to, it's probably going to be racing fit, like, first time up, you know, but it's 7 to 2 value, it's probably not, it's probably not much value now, Roxana, she's, she's, um, she's obviously got the form of honey stuff, she's well and truly put in her face in that race, you know, she's got pretty good form apart from that. Humblestone of uh, Tristan Davis. I think he's, I don't don't think he really gets the three mile whenever, he's one over three mile, but. Like he can win certain races, like we was talking about earlier with presenting Percy and that, but I don't think he really gets it in these in these top races. Um, Copperhead is a is a fascinating runner from Tizard, you know. He it bolted up a few times last year, fell behind in the RSA. I'm not sure what the the thinking is going back to hurdles, whether it's a pipe opener for something else. I'm not too sure, but, but for me, it's it's between Liz Nagaroska and, and and. And uh, next destination, it's just it's just a matter of which, whether well, next destination is going to be fit enough. But if I'm going to err on the side of culture, I probably I probably go with a favourite because the forms in the book, you know. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's a it's an interesting race, but it doesn't scream quality to me. I mean, I'm looking at this race now. You know, Chapman's hype. See, Chapman's hype has improved a lot, but he's a summer horse. Yeah, surely he's a summer horse. Killed the start. Sword is disappointing. You know, d- the Dutchman, Holstone's good, but he's not He's not, He's not. not this quality, I don't feel, you know. I'm sure Declan's going to touch on Irish Deco anyway. <laughs> is. is that where you're going to start, Declan?
2: Yeah, look, you know, the, the horse wants three miles, I think. Uh, he, he won the handicap absolutely crowning the last day. Uh, won really well. I just, you know, I wanted this horse to go over a fence so bad, but they're the going down this route. And I'd imagine they're going down this route because they think they come in the stairs hurdle, and he, he, you know, he maybe he doesn't like the fence, but at his age now, it it was time to go chasing. And I was really looking forward to him as a chaser, but I I think he could turn up a you know a real lively one in in marching the stairs hurdle. He's that sort of horse, isn't he? He's the he's he's like the failed chaser, but he forgot to go chasing. Um, he's still quite unexposed for a seven-year-old. And I think it's, it's you know, that 12-to-1s. In this sort of race, like, what, what are we looking at? Liz Nagar, Oscar. Look, on the on the January run, he didn't have loads to find with, with Paisley Park. And he got the test well that day, deserved winner. Um, you, you can't really say anything about him. Like, you know, there was, on the run in January, there wasn't loads to find, and he just got the test that day. And it's that sort of race. Like well, you, you from seven four out. There's there's two hurdles to jump. It's a long, long slog. It's a long, long run between the last two hurdles. It's a very difficult race, and it's not it's not race I love. It's to it's for dour dour stairs. Um, but he got that test that day. Deserved right. winner. Uh, Roxana. I'm surprised Roxana is is so short. You know she's won the mares, but she hasn't. She hasn't won since then. I don't think she has gone close, but maybe this test might do her better than than the three miles in in March will. But I just think she's she's poor value. She could go close. She she always seems to go close, but you know I don't see uh, much value about the price. I I'm talking about. Am I still there,
3: guys? I just. I can hear. I can hear. Yeah.
2: Next Destination, he's that Irish novice yeah, yeah, I'm talking about, yeah. who gets taken off their feet when they go to Cheltenham. Suddenly you're going a yard faster than you've, you've gone before. He started off prominent in that Ballymore and I, was, I really wanted to take Sam on with Next Destination and he did not go a yard that day. He never enjoyed it. He was beaten coming down the hill but he finished toward that day. He stayed on like a train and I'd loving him to go chasing last year. I think he'd have been an animal over, over fences. You know he's changed stables now and he's turned up here, so I I wouldn't be backing him on Saturday because you don't even know if he has four legs. He's been out for a long time, and if, you know it's it's who knows if he's the same horse again. But you know there, there was a he fell into that bracket of you know he could have been anything. Uh, Copperhead fell in the RSA were three wins prior to that. I just don't like this 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 race seems to be starting point for some chases for the season and I just don't like that. If the chasers run them over of fences, don't be confusing them. Don't be switching between, you know, chasing and hurling.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, isn't it? it's just mental.
2: Yeah. Like, you know, you're you're protecting your mark, but yeah. you know, surely it, it can't be good for the horse. Unless you unless you get like a, a Wicklow brave, you know, who can do anything, and it all just comes natural to him. Um, but every horse surely can't just switch between the obstacles. It, it can't be good for them, and there's loads of them in here. Like you know, down as you said, Chris, he was an okay hurdler. Um, he he could turn up in some of these stairs races, but he he wasn't really top class. Um, Chapman's type coming from handicaps, uh, why not have a go? Because you you don't. It's it's always coordination. You are. Yeah, it's
0: there for them. Yeah,
2: it? look, it's it's always a poor division because you've horses who aren't good enough to run the champion hurdle, or horses who are failed chasers. So you know, what? Why not have a go? You know, you are in lo- a proven horse will could always be knocking on the door, winning the big one in March. And um, the you know the Dutchman's been off for a long time, and Kilisar in another chaser, but Deco Orlande, he is quite unexposed for a seven-year-old, and. This could be the test he wants. If if they're not going chasing, I don't know the reason they're not going chasing. But th- this could be what he is. He could turn into it, you know, a, a real good um staying hurdler. And I think he's he's definitely good value, twelve to one.
0: Yeah, I mean, like that point we made about the the, the chasers coming back hurdling. I mean, I mean the Dutchman killed the start, holstone Copperhead you can probably say that Next Destination is going to go chasing, chasing after this run. You know, Decor Elon days, like you said, has a chance. Chapman's type, you might as well have a throw throw the dice at this. And then you've got the two at the top, Lister Gar, to Oscar and Roxana, who have consistently been, been applied over the hurdles. And they are the ones who are probably going to be again, once again, aimed at something, you know, stay as hurdle like coming at the end of the season. So it just makes sense to me that it's going to be one of the top two. And Roxana for me was just a little bit off last season. And I think she's better over a flat flat track like this. And as I said, the skeletons do well around here. She's getting the weight from Lissnagar Oscar, who had a poor season last year. And then it just turned up from nowhere. He could, you know, she, she he could turn up and go and win this by a street because it's a class, it's a class quality horse, but I think Roxana has good traveling speed. Um, Andrew, anything do you want to
1: add into this one? Um, n- not a whole lot, to be honest, Chris. Um, th- this wouldn't really be a race that I'd be looking at to have a bet in. Um, straight off the bat, you know, we have the Chapman Shape coming off a a summer hurdling campaign. We have a few horses reversing from fences, and then we have some horses coming off incredibly long layoffs, like uh, Next Destination and the Dutchman if Next Destination is able to fulfill his promise um, now with Pop Nichols obviously he's, he's had some he had a pretty significant injury after he beat Delta Worker I think it may have been a tendon injury and it is quite rare that horses come back in the same form from, from such a serious issue like that um, so I would have to uh, watch him before you know maybe have a bet on him I'm I'm sure that you know obviously with, with Deborah Landes he, he's probably crying into his glass of wine there that he's not gone over fences yet. <laughs> <laughs> he, probably a, he probably has a nice chance here. And um, Copperheads coming back from fences. Um Hilda Sart's having a spin over uh, spin over these hurdles before the Labbrooks trophy, and then obviously Roxana who has some really, really nice grade one form. Um definitely not to be sniffed at. winner is in here trying to give away six pounds you know that was obviously a massive career best at the festival last time out um but it just it really does look like an anomaly on form and you know it may not be fair for you know a, a grade one winner at the Cheltenham Festival um but I would want to see a performance like that again before I buy into it, especially in the Stairs Hurdle yeah. division where, you know, it feels like everything's big books. Um, I know Tissokrack kinda came in and had a day with them and and obviously Paisley Park, but it does it turns a little bit. Every you know, every stay in hurdler gets one absolute incredible season and then it's just all different the next year. And um, so it's not really a division I wanna get too interested in at this moment. Um this would definitely just be a race to watch for me. Um you know, I, I would maybe say Roxana, but I just think she's a little bit skinny at three to one on her seasonal reappearance. Um she didn't win a race last year, but I wouldn't knock her for that because her form is good, you know, behind like 20 sockle Somerville boy, if the cat fits. Um you know, if there was a gun to my head I'd be on Roxana, but I just think she's a little bit shorter. Yeah.
0: So that's uh, Andrew and myself, Roxana Declan.
2: Oh,
3: Decker Landy
0: obviously. And Stephen?
3: Uh, Boringly, uh, Liz mcgarr Oscar.
0: Liz mcgarr Oscar. Right. That takes us on to the big race of the weekend in in England, anyway. It's the Charlie Hall chase, the Grade 2. 3.20 at Weatherby on Saturday. Um, Well, you know, it was nice. It was not nice, but it it was nice. I said nice again. It was good what Jamie was talking about, how National Hunt people like to just put lists up of horses who who just run. And it, it is, it's so true. When you look through Twitter, there are so many people who just put lists up of horses. I don't think I've done it yet on our podcast, so that's good. I, I think I'll try and stay away from that. Thanks for that tip anyway, Jamie. Um, but this is a decent field. It's a decent field. And, you know, for Grade 2, there's some nice upcoming horses in here. Surname Vindication, Sam Spinner, who had a great season last year. Um, definitely red, not to be sniffed at either. La Bagua Um all the way down to um, St Xavier at the bottom, who's probably got no chance. Anything, Stephen? Uh,
3: I'd be... It's probably not a betting race for me, really, but I'd be very keen to take the favourite. I think he was around 6-4 to four early in the week. I'm just looking now, he's shifted out to twos, but there was a time when I think, I'm sure i heard Paul Nicklaus say, this horse can't run left-handed. I'm yes, not, that's true. That's true. I'm not, uh, so, the fact he's running here makes me really empty. I think he's... he's, he's At Ascot. he seems pretty much unbeatable, but he's been beat at Aintree, he's been beat at Newbury, and he's been beat somewhere else left-handed. So, I'm sort of I'm sort of backing up what the trainer sort of thinks. So I don't know whether it's just a change of art or there's no other targets they can run him, and I'm not so sure. Obviously, with his handicap, Mark, he can't really go... Down that route, you know. But um, all the top three in the betting seem to have been coming back from sort of if he sort of runs. Obviously, he had that, he had that battle with Altyol, which and then the King George run, and then he fell in the, the Ascot. So I think they, they put a line for him for the rest of the year because I think it took a lot out of him. Vindication, I think, was being spoken about in the Gold Cup also after he won Sodexo at Ascot last year, but then he was fourth in that in the staying race behind uh, the conditional. At, uh Cheltenham, but he only had two runs last year, so there's probably a few issues with him. Sam Spinner, sort of, of three little novices last year, two of them at Weatherby, that was like four or five runner affairs. Another one with a long layoff, you know, just, just, there's three horses there where you just don't know what, what to expect. I, I suppose out of the, like, if you look at Belliopsic, fourth best in and the price is six, seven to one. He's probably the safest option because he's been there, done it. He seen there's no like, sort of niggly, problems behind him, you know, he's not, he's not all so I don't think he has the class personally of the others, but looking at the race, he's probably the safest option like, definitely Red's sort of 11 now, I think we thought he was past his best, he obviously he's won a little race at Kelso since then, but it's a real tricky affair, you know like, if you go back far enough, Le Baguera was, I think it won the Felton at beat top of the game in Santini, that's, that's probably not far off the best sort of one-off race forming the race, you know. Yeah. Um,
0: Coming off wind surgery as well. Yeah,
3: but um, it's, a, it's a real tricky, eight. I'd probably be siding with Bellyopsic just because the others have question marks against them, you know.
0: Yeah, I think Vindication looks one that could improve again this year. I think Kim Bailey said uh, earlier on this week that um, he thinks that the horse could have a really big season this year and there's been quite a bit of money for Vindication um, and I know Kim Bailey's quite vocal when he, he likes a horse. He does put them up on his blog sometimes if he likes them. And it was Declan,
3: also entered in, the, it was entered in the Ascot race as well, wasn't it? So he's gone, yeah. gone for the graded option. So. It's, good, it's just such a touch of
0: gutsy horse. Um, Declan, anything from you in this?
2: Yeah, well, we have the, the, the highest rated chaser in Britain and Ireland turning up here. And look, he, he's got that because he's beaten on there. And, uh, you know, I'd just like to say, fair play to connections of Aldi for giving her a go. You've won two Queen Mothers, and they all the dice. And I think it's a credit to them, because in racing now, people are so afraid to lose. But, you know, for me, it, it's not about the, the greater group ones you lose. It's about the ones you win. They had a go, and they came back. And I would have loved them to see them win another champion chase. But it, it's very, very rare that, you know, Aldi the class is harsh in trying it's very very rare. You're blessed with that speed, and you can stay. You know, even on the flat as well. If you're blessed with lightning quick speed, you you you're usually not going to stay. Um. So we we have this horse here with ridiculous mark. We're still finding out if if he can run left handed. If he can truly say the, the three miles, and hopefully this race point tell us a bit more. But with so many question marks, at two to one, and I'm keen to take him on. And in the indicator does look like the most. Likely, I had a couple of points on him last season for the Gold Cup. I I thought the race would have sued him down to the ground. I I still think he could be a Gold Cup horse. He will need to improve. He did run. He ran a good race off top weight at the festival, and um, in the handicap on day one, uh, he wasn't too far away. He was a neck behind Iskarama, I think. And uh, yeah, so with with some improvement, like. I think he's missing twenty, he's fairly lightly raised, isn't he? Vindication. Yeah. You know, with 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 the right amount of improvement, he could he could certainly turn up in a gold cup and not disgrace himself. Um and, and who knows after that, you get there on the day, you start out staying horses who, you know, if you can go to pace, you start out staying the, the really good ones who are just three milers. And, you know, you could be knocking on the door to win a one. Um Sam Spinner, I think they're talking about Gold Cup. We don't really know a lot. Didn't beat a lot, um, last season. Has done nothing ro- wrong now, but didn't beat a lot in your likable horse, uh, Bally Optic seems ground dependent. Won this last year. This is better. Uh, definitely red. Uh, this could come back to the arse for the second week in a row. But he's a good handicapper, isn't he? He's one of those again. He lumped away around, but and he, he, you know, he'll put it up and he'll win some, and he we nearly win some against Limited Horses but he's probably probably out of his depth here uh, the mare La bag of just lost her way hasn't she and you know the return hasn't you know she hasn't come back to her all self so we are putting a line through her uh, I think the outsiders have you know I think there could be some value there there's think some of them could have a squeak now I don't know which one but you know you could you could probably make an outside case for, for any of them. Keeper Hill, you know, probably judged on runs at, at Cheltenham. May not like Cheltenham. Uh, chase Farm from last season was in and out, but could definitely run a big race. Uh, Mr Whittaker is really likeable. He loves Cheltenham. Um, he, he likes for ground. He's definitely not out of it. Uh you right? Fell in a race with Sam Spinner won, so it's hard to know where he is with with Sam Spinner. But not disgraced in the RSA, and you know it could be him who's who's the one who's a bit of value. Uh, Saint Xavier, no, no, don't know about that horse. Don't know. Maybe one year could fill me in. Um,
0: terrible, 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 terrible.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right, could could have an outside chance, but I think um, vindication. What price Eleven to four. Yeah, it
0: was four to one it, yesterday.
2: Yeah, you're, like, you're taking on the horse with a lot of question marks. You know, an overinflated rating. You know, does he go left? Does he really stay? I think he, now I'm second in the King George, was he? Sorry? Yeah, he was second, he was yeah, second he was in, in,
3: in the King, King George.
2: Yeah. Still second, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, well-beaten, well well-beaten. It can be that sort of race sometimes, you know, because of the nature of the track and, and that long run, that Kempton the winner can just get away from you if he's staying really well. Um, oh, yeah, but definitely keen to take him on and, and Vindication will be the most likely and, you know, maybe, I really won't, won't be far away either.
0: Andrew, are you, do you have uh, two pennants for this one? Yeah, the lads have kind of covered everything there. Um,
1: I, it is nice to see the bubble wrap coming off Vindication. Like, he's, I think this is only his 11th run of his life. Um so you know the improvement could be endless for him you couldn't have sirene with his record you know going you know not going right handed um or sorry left handed and um, you know like definitely red i think has won this race in the last in, in the last two years the last two years um so you know you know, the in the last two years, so he he is an eleven year old now, um, so you know he's probably a little bit past his best, um. Again, I kind of agree with Declan. You have Mister Whitaker and A. Wright. So Mister Whitaker will be trying three miles, I think, for the f- for, for the second time. He was pulled up behind Santini at Cheltenham. Um, I Wright, they thought he was good enough to run in the RSA, and he. You know, he ran, he ran fine. He was, you know, he was beaten a long way, but he, he reappeared to finish a, a length and a half point nuts well last time out. Who, he did go on to win the old Ron chase. He would probably be the each way back here because he will stay and he's young and he's improving. So I'd be looking at A-right here each way, personally. Excellent.
0: So A-right each way for Andrew Declan? Uh, vindication. And Stephen?
3: Uh, <laughs> oh, I was a belly just by... Elimination of the top three because of their question marks.
0: Yeah, I've got a very solid, firm yes from me on Vindication as well. I think Kim Bailey's brought this horse all along very well at the correct pace and patiently does it. And hopefully, it'll pay off this season because I think he's got a great chance um, of improving mm-hmm. a lot this year. Right, that brings us on to our final race that we're going to be covering, which is the Sodexo Gold Cup, the Grade 3 at Ascot. On Saturday at 3.40. And when I looked at it, you know, it doesn't really scream quality, does it? Um, finding it very difficult to weigh up. But it's nice to see at least Mike Bites is back in here. You know, had a real troublesome year now. He's got to leave that behind. Awful, the amount of peas I can see in some of these runners. It's just, It just looks like an awful handicap for me. Um,
3: but is there anything that you fancy, Stephen? Uh my my <laughs> Um These races, like you say, they're an absolute nightmare. Like you get these, you get these nickels horses early in the season. They seem so much fitter than everything else in the race. But Black Court, it's never out of the first three. Is it? it always seems to carry twelve stone. Level at 2 is so short. You just see it leading for most of the journey, or getting swallowed up around the bend, then then fighting back and then still being in the front two. Regal Encore, he's, he's an Ascot horse. He sort of either pulled up, fell or eighth. But when he comes to Ascot, he seems to run really well. Velter, I'm a big fan of, but he's 11 now. Like I think Henderson got that from France when he was probably as old as eight. But he goes well fresh. He, he also goes well at Ascot. But you've got Adrian DePont and Black Court. And they the two horses, which their form was probably tailed off at the end of last year but they'll probably be fit, fit and raring to go one uh, I did look at was uh, the ex-Willy Mullins or Townsend um, 10 stone four was I'm not so sure what the uh, Jamie Neal claiming 7 very much about it anyway, guys
2: or oh, I remember standing in Fairy House and making it you know I was talking to two lads and I made a great case for Townsend winning the the um, the Drinmore that tattoo he won. And the lads were like, Jesus, you might be right. They went off and backed him at 50-1. to one. I think he finished last.
3: Yeah, he's got really, he's got really <laughs> good in really, the book, isn't he? I haven't really looked
2: at him much that day.
3: But his Irish forms is bang up there, isn't he? Especially as a novice, you know? like He's carrying less than 10 stone. He's definitely what I'll be looking at, you know? But Mike buy. It. I think it's quite sad when you see him running in races like this, you know? You think he probably should have won a Gold Cup, really, if... If Nick are more aggressive, ooh,
2: the, that day, but... the scorpion good up the hill. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, I don't know too much about what more, but um, i would be looking at the two nickels horses pool, like Black Cordon and Adrian Dupont. I think you wouldn't be surprised if both of them were in the frame, you know. But Townsend would be my bet in each way, twelve fourteen to one. Yeah.
0: Townsend, definitely. Anything from yourself?
2: Yeah, I sort of always come back to Regal in these races, Um you know he he's out of nowhere, or or he's 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 there, he's knocking on the door. Uh, as Steve said, he he quite likes it around here. Um, like he he's one off one fifty. He's one four five now. He is twelve, but he's not running in veterans chases. I know I know this isn't a great race that, but it's still exciting, isn't it? It's still a yes. chase great to have a back. and um, yeah, it will be, you know it's 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 there's nothing jumping out at me. Um I know my bites in there. Oh, definitely you wanna take him on. Like you know, he, he he's just gone, isn't he? He's gone he's a scorpion. Like you know they're they're, they're mad at the best of times. Um are we gonna have another weekend now with the brownie love in, Black Carton Around <laughs> to jump <on> the jumping exhibition. <laughs> he he's going to win the Gold Cup as well. No, look, it be Regal Encore for me. He does like it here. And um he's out enough in the season. It's probably not a betting race, but if you're if you're making him have a bet, it's Regal Encore. Probably Regal Encore's
0: target all season, this this is probably, what probably. Regal- <laughs> you,
1: you're
0: yeah. Right, Andrew, summarise it.
1: Yeah, um you can just Tell that Briney is gonna be dusting down the superhero cape now for Black Corton. Uh, no,
2: just know.
0: see the Sunday headline newspaper on the Bracing Post.
2: You mentioned them last week as well, Andy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you were got to
1: mention last week. Because I forgot who he was, but um no, that's not fair. That's not fair. Um there's only there's only one horse in that really you know, I, I kinda of wanna talk about it it's Camachi Red for Chris Gordon. It, you know, it's he was a nice novice last year, kind of running at park tracks. Um they kind of stayed away from Cheltenham, which was which was interesting. He lost a hind shoe when he went off favour behind who there's wins last time out at Kempton. Um before that he he hammered simply the bets nine lengths on on Boxing Day um in a race that was kind of a messy race though. Um, there was fallers and 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 whatnot, and but he he was a really really easy winner. Um, hold a note I think was going well that day before I've been pulled up. The, the form ended up really good because simply the Betts was second on the slopes was third. Um, you know people latched onto that form and he was well back to Kempton and you know nothing went right. He lost his hind shoe. Um, if he's fresh, he. You know he's he's only a seven-year-old and he could be well handicapped off 150 still. Um, he he would be the most exciting winner of the race in my opinion because you know half of these horses are coming in to the race with car registrations as form. You know, like zero six P one P. Like you know, is that form or is that a postcode? You know, like um, it's it's. You know, so you know, I'd be with Comanche Red here because because of that. Um, I I think he's the most likely. I think he's the most likely horse in the field to have a little bit to offer. Um, him and maybe Mister Malarkey, but um, Komachi Red. I know he's favourite, uh, but like, he's the rightful favourite, and he's the most likely horse to go on and do things after this race. And for that reason, I I'd be siding with him.
0: Comanche Red for Andrew Declan.
2: Uh Regal Encore
0: and Stephen Townsend. Townsend each way for Stephen Right, that brings us to the end of this podcast guys, let's go over our best bets for the weekend I'll just give you one for, from myself to start us off while I'm, I'm on the roll now and I'm talking, it's just one for Friday tomorrow at Weatherby, the 2.10 it's a born survivor for Dan Skelton um, course and distance winner, touch of class in this race, 4-1 I think it's fair price uh, I'll have a little go on born survivor tomorrow at Weatherby on Friday um, Andrew, take us through yours mate.
1: Right, yeah, well, I'd say Politess has probably already gone off at this stage, has she? They, probably, the tapes are already up at down, right? Um, yep. Yeah, but look, I'll be... I've got my
2: fifth bottle of wine, because of you.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be, I'll be firmly with Politess. Um, to, to be brutally honest, Chris, it's not really a week I'll be getting overly involved. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, I write in the Charlie Hall chase um, around 20 to 1, I think, um. I'll be backing him totally because he's overpriced. Um, but, but to be brutally honest, I, I don't think I'm missing anything else that, that I really want to touch on. Um, it, it would be like Camachi Red, still a little bit short for me. Roxanne, a little bit short for me. So yeah, I'd be saying I write with Charlie Hall and um, and Politess tomorrow. But I would just um, let people know. Um, there is a two-mile handicap hurdle at Down Royal on the Saturday that is just worth following and uh, keeping a close eye to it. That, I'm the only reason I say it is because I, I do see Wolf Prince in there. He was a good juvenile hurdler last year, and um, and a few shrewdies gotten quoted on the Betfair exchange for the Great Wood Hurdle, and I've backed them down to kind of single-figure prices. So just watch him in relation to the Great Wood Hurdle there on Saturday, and uh, that would be the one-fifty at Down Royal.
0: Noted that down, Andrew. Thank you very much for that, mate, uh, Declan.
2: Yeah, if I could give you one tip for the weekend, it would be to tune into Evan O'Carroll's Friday Night Lights on the Cheltenham 2012 <laughs> Facebook page tomorrow. <laughs> um, but luckily enough, I can give you more than one tip. Uh, Saturday at the Royal, the 150, I like Getaway, gorgeous. I, I've thrown her up here a couple of times. Just touched off at the stall. She's never been out of, of the forest two. Uh, no idea of a price, but you know, he'd be expecting that to be there to there to again. Um, tomorrow at down royal, Pat's pick, he's a bumper winner, I think, on a big bumper at Fairy House. And now made is absolutely flying at the moment, he's trying a new trip. And now made can literally do nothing wrong at the moment. So, you know, maybe he he just has the mightest, mightest touch right now. And uh, this, this changing trip could be the when knocking off Pat's pick. Uh a horse popped up in my tracker and I had no notes beside it. It's hidden commander. I had to go digging for why he was there. But well, he's a half brother to Roaring Bull and a horse who was behind him when he won his point to point has, has gone on one two point to point since since including the winners of one and running the winners of two. So he's he's about twenty two to one. Uh he will be a little bit cautious because I can't remember putting them in the tracker, but you know, definitely one I didn't put him in there for nothing, so it's it's one to keep an eye on. Um tomorrow in the bumper at Down Royal on Eagles wings was second to Fernie Hollow and has won twice. I thought he would have gone hurling, but this is a winner's bumper tomorrow. He's about thirteen to eight. I think he'll win this tomorrow. Uh, he'd probably be sold soon. Uh so you know, that that thirteen to eight could end up being, being Decent and enough value. I think you could, I think you could win as well.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much, Declan. You practically covered the go- down royal card there for us,
3: mate. <laughs> Just give us yours, mate. Me, Chris, is it me, Chris? Yeah. Sorry, much. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll definitely be following Andy in on the poly test. I liked everything I saw last year, and I think one's great value again tomorrow. It's not, a, it's not a big weekend for me. There's one horse that really interests me, Ascot. uh the a handicap, the, the 2 miler The horse is uh, Nicky Henderson, J.P. McManus, Countista. This horse has underperformed now for the best part of two years, but the fact they've kept it in training as an eight-year-old, if you go back for her form, and actually she's got form behind Lorena at the festival, and she's sort of been dying at the top table in that sort of sphere there's been a bit of money this week oh, I've opened up 10s earlier in the week I think it's down to around 5 so I'm going to be backing her as well there's one I'm worried about in the race a little bit it's hanging there Andy Andy was really keen on this all for last year's tolls I think she's sort of come there to win the race and she sort of blew up and it's sort of gone a bit pear-shaped since then but she'd be, be one i have been also looking at in the race about 8 or 9 to 1 but um, count 2 so yeah more through just the fact they're still persevering with it Chris you know
0: yeah, yeah. first of all, at, at, at the age of eight for the Henderson yeah, and the sort of team. Yeah,
3: stop-start sort of seasons, you know, but um, the fun's there. Yeah.
0: Interesting
3: interesting to see Nicky Henderson's
0: comments come tomorrow, what he says in the racing post about right. that. Great, right, thanks very much, guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, it's been a long one tonight, a few problems, but we've got there in the end. Um, thanks very much to Declan. Thanks, Declan.
2: Cheers, Ad. Thanks,
0: Stephen. And thanks to the Wi-Fi master himself, Andrew.
1: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate your patience, lads. Thanks.
0: No, not to worry, not to worry. We'll be back next week with another edition of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at USO Podcast and on Facebook. And a big shout out to that Friday, the Friday night lights team.
3: Yeah. Hey, just
0: for Declan, he'll love that. <laughs> <laughs> Right, see you later guys. Thanks very much.
3: Good luck. Uh-